0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. You're not going to see Hunter Biden in handcuffs. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm saying you won't. Because the New York Post story, which I absolutely believe, the New York Post has not given me a reason to doubt them doesn't say that the FBI, the DOJ, is going to charge Hunter Biden with a crime. The story, as we know about it, based on a report, says that the feds have enough evidence and have had for months enough evidence to charge Hunter Biden, son of President Joe Biden, for tax crimes. But I don't think it's going to be the tax crimes that is the sticking point. I don't think that's it. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? The phone number, feel free, 833-GOT-TONY. I'd love to hear from you. 833-468-8669. Ryan is at the ready. And don't don't just tell him what you're going to say. You know, you got to talk to me. You got to tell him what you're going to say, and then you got to hang on and talk to me. That's how the game is played. The story is about the gun. Now, the final decision on whether or not a case is brought against Hunter Biden comes from the U.S. attorney in Delaware, David Weiss. David Weiss was appointed by Donald Trump. Now, the Washington Post is citing people who know the investigation. And they say months ago they had assembled a viable criminal case. Now, you can ask yourself, what is the criminal case about? Well, the criminal case is certainly about the fact that Hunter Biden was trading on the family name to get the deal with Burisma. This Ukrainian energy company. If I knew there was so much money in working with Ukraine, I would have done that years ago. Nobody told me. Why wasn't I notified? That's right. None of my family are elected officials. Dang it. Just when you think you're getting ahead. Just when you think your white privilege will really take you over the finish line. Nope. You didn't have the really good privilege. Nah. What, too soon? No? Yes? I'll let the jury decide on that one. Hunter Biden was also involved, as we know from the laptop from hell, as it's described, in a series of dealings with China. And we know that it was very clear that China was looking to get inroads into the United States through Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. This whole thing about this guy, Tony Bobolinsky, who was Hunter's partner and talking about, you know, how the, 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 the laptop refers to 10 percent for the big guy. Anyone who doubts that the big guy is Joe Biden, any anyone who doubts this, should be, should be laughed at. You don't you don't you don't don't get violent. I'm not in favor of any of that ever 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 ever. I mean, unless your life's being threatened. I just I don't. But laughing at someone like right in the face, it's just, <laughs> that's, you're funny. And then moving on. Of course, the big guy is Joe Biden in this case. But there's conversations not only about how, what money was taken in, what money was given, why it was given. There is also this conversation of taxes that were being investigated by uh, authorities in Delaware. It was Hunter Biden in December of 2020 who said he was, quote, confident that a professional and objective review of these matters will demonstrate that I handled my affairs legally. And appropriately, it took a Hollywood lawyer to pay off about $2 million of his tax bill. Regular people don't get that. You got to have the last name Biden in order to get that. So there was investigations involving Hunter and the business associate, uh, associates regarding uh, opportunities in China, money laundering, tax violations, things like that. You could argue that that's a harder one to uh, achieve in terms of proving. As a matter of fact, he didn't have to go through too far.
1: NBC is already trying to make the case for him. Actually, we, we at NBC News we tried very hard to talk to people familiar with the case who would neither confirm nor deny this post report, but. Uh, but as you, as you know, Joe, I mean, tax cases are not all that difficult. He paid a $2 million tax bill last year, so he was in arrears on his taxes. The question with those cases is always, when does it become criminal tax evasion? And there's a lot of prosecutorial discretion about that. There's a lot of people who evade taxes who are never prosecuted criminally. So that's going to be a big issue in this case. In terms of, like, corruption, conflict of interest, we've never heard a hint that that was, that there were Potential criminal charges there because Hunter Biden wasn't an office holder. It was perfectly legal for him to take money from foreign governments uh, as long as it wasn't, he wasn't inappropriately giving them information from his family or something. There's no hint of that. As bad as it looks, we should all acknowledge it looked terrible. He did this while his father was vice president and in charge of Ukraine issues. And he was taking $50,000 a month from that energy company we
0: don't know what he was getting paid for. So let's not say yet it's totally legal. Is it legal to work for another country? Absolutely. Is what Hunter Biden did legal? Oh, (laughs) we don't know yet. I'm telling you to put this one to the side. This is not the one. The one that we have to focus on is how Hunter Biden got a gun. Hunter Biden got a gun. I can't remember for the life of me the name of the form. And I'm going to get yelled at. You know the federal form that you fill out for 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 ATF? You fill out a form. And the question is, are you an unlawful user of or addicted to marijuana or any depressant, stimulant, narcotic drug or, or any other controlled substance? Sorry, got a little choked up there. Uh, And he answered no. This was October 12th, 2018. Now you understand that Hunter Biden was discharged from the U.S. Navy Reserves just five years earlier than this because he tested positive for cocaine. And in his book, he admitted to being addicted to crack around the time he bought the firearm. Lying on a federal gun purchase form, lying on that form, that's a felony. He lied. This is the time to bring in Kodak Black. Now Ryan, I know that you uh, Ryan is is uh, working producing today. Uh, Ryan, you are a huge Kodak black fan.
1: That is correct.
0: like like massive. of course. like giant. Can't be bigger. Can you name any Kodak Black songs? Not a single one. That is correct. That is correct. And I I don't know. I I mean, I I would say, hey, go find us a Kodak Black song, but I I don't know idea what's clean, not clean, so we'll skip it. Kodak Black got sentenced to three years in federal prison in Florida in 2019, falsifying information on federal forms to buy firearms at a Miami store. He got sentenced. So here's... The question, I want to know why it is that a black man lies on a form and gets sentenced to prison. By the way, uh, his sentence was commuted by Donald Trump. I want to know why a black man gets sentenced to prison and it's possible that Hunter Biden won't be. How, 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 is that, how is that possible? By the way, Kodak Black earned his GED in prison. We really do have to rethink what we want from people in prison. I, please don't get me wrong. Violent offenders are violent offenders. Uh, but uh, we need to ask ourselves, do we want people coming out of prison being able to lead better lives? And the answer is yes. Good on him for getting his GED. Shame on him for lying on the form. He goes to jail. Hunter doesn't. Now listen to me very carefully. It does not take an expert. And thank you, Brian. It's a form uh, 4473. And uh, Brian on Twitter wants to point out that these crimes are rarely prosecuted. But Kodak Black was. Now, maybe he lied on a different part of the form. You know what I'm going to say? If a guy lies on a form and goes to jail and another guy lies on a form and doesn't go to jail and the guy who goes to jail is black and the guy who doesn't go to jail is white, I'm going to sit back with a bottle of bourbon and all the popcorn I can find and I'm going to watch the sparks fly. Raise a glass to freedom, something they can never take away. No matter what they tell you. Everybody, sing it with me. Raise a glass to the four of us. Tomorrow Tomorrow there will be be more of of us. Telling the story of tonight. They'll tell the story of tonight. Oh, your politics are terrible, Lin-Manuel Miranda, but your lyrics are stunning. I'm going to watch. I am going to watch with glee. With glee. Glee, are you kidding? I have got a bottle of Weller 12 just waiting for this moment. I'll be sharing too. Oh, it's gonna be so good. Tell me how they get away with this. Show me in today's society how they get away with this. I ask you to focus on lying on a federal form. That's the question. That is the question. How in the world, how in the world, if indeed we're having any sort of connection, lying on a federal form, I'm just saying, Be prepared for that. Watch for that. Now, some people, I can already hear you saying, oh, don't worry. Joe will pardon his own son. We're not going to even get into that conversation. I won't even allow myself to have that conversation. By the way, I ain't arguing that Kodak Black is the best guy in the world. He's got a story, he gets arrested a lot. He's been arrested after having his sentence commuted. All I'm saying is if you want to tell the world, tell America, that for a black man he goes to jail, but for a white man who's the son of the president he doesn't, I just want to watch that happen and see how America responds. I'm Tony Katz. So you just came from paris fashion week you just landed and yeah. the lanyard's still on from it and there's a photograph on it what is that it's a photograph of a baby's ultrasound why is that and that you designed that yes why what does that mean uh it just represents life i'm pro-life boy so you wear it on a badge what what kind of response to you get? and and good amen i agree i don't care about people's responses i care about the fact that there's more black babies being aborted than born in New York City at this point. That fifty percent of black death in America is abortion. So I really don't care about people's responses. I perform for an audience of one and that's God. It's Kanye West talking to Tucker. And I wasn't actually going to engage the conversation at all about Kanye and uh, Candace Owens at Paris Fashion Week wearing these shirts that say white lives matter because it didn't matter. I knew what was what it was. I understood the marketing. I understood the marketing in the response. I understood the screams of bigotry. I understood the stri- the screams of traitor. Joy Reid, putting out via MSNBC, the artist formerly known as Kanye West, I think he now goes by Ye, or is it Ye? The artist formerly known as Kanye West seems to be seeking out a legacy as a racist hate monger. Let him have it. That's that's an actual thing, because this is what happens as I uh, uh, tweeted out, damn, Joy Reid really hates black people who don't conform to her demands of black people. If you don't know if you're going to vote for me or Trump, you ain't black. If you're black and conservative, you're not black. If you're black, you don't fall in line, you're not black. If you're black, you don't say all the progressive things, you're not black. If you're not black and progressive, you're not black. You have to be progressive if you're black. Otherwise, how could you possibly know what the black experience is, even though you may have grown up black and lived your life being black and have dealt with being black from the moment you were born until this very moment today? Someone else is going to decide your blackness, please. I, 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 I get this. I get this about my Judaism all the time. You know how many times I've been called a traitor? Good Lord, it's, it's a few. <laughs> it is a few. But you knew when, when, when they were wearing those white lives matter shirt, you knew what the reaction was going to be. It was, it was just, it was typical uh, uh, uproar you know oh my gosh it's the same uproar that people claimed uh that white people had when when colin kaepernick took a knee no difference and there comes a moment you learn and you're like wait a second i know what's coming i'm i'm not getting worked up by this now i do appreciate anybody who recognizes that black lives matter is a scam it's a scam The organization was a grift to steal money a la the shakedown artist Jesse Jackson, which he is or was. I don't know if you can say is today because I know his health is not well and I don't know the whole story there. But the man was a shakedown artist. Hey, listen, if you don't uh, make a donation, we're just going to have a massive protest right in front of your building. And that's what happened with Black Lives Matter. People wrote checks to this national organization to pay for their freedom. That's what happened. We all know that's what happened. We don't have to pretend whether or not that was the case. That's what happened. We are neither shocked nor surprised. It is nothing more than the learned history. That is all and nothing else. But I'll get into more of that. Joe Biden is speaking in Maryland about the economy.
2: Trucks and buses and parts of electric vehicles of the future. And like the United Steelworkers at the cement plant here in Hagerstown, we're manufacturing cleaner cement for our nation's roads and highways. People don't even realize how much cement, the ordinary way it's made, causes environmental problems. The older, dirty cement accounts for 7% of global emissions. Well, guess what? Clean cement makes a gigantic difference. And like all the workers I met yesterday at the IBM plant in Poughkeepsie, New York, where they're investing $20 billion in manufacturing advanced quantum computers here in the United States again, here in the United States. And the workers in Syracuse, where the company Micron is investing $100 billion to manufacture computer chips, the biggest investment of its kind in America, biggest investment ever in the world. And we all know it's been four or five years in this country, the last four or five, a lot of things have been tough for people. A lot of things have been tough, and they're still tough for many. There's also a bright spot where America is reasserting its power, where America is reasserting, Americans are reasserting themselves. Where is it written, as I said, that America can't lead the world of manufacturing again? We've already created, we've already created over six hundred and twenty-eight or, or thirty-eight thousand. Uh, manufacturing jobs since I've been president. We haven't created
0: any manufacturing uh, jobs, sir, since you've been president. We haven't done that. People have gone back to work, but no jobs have been created. So if uh, Joe Biden has more to say, I'll share it with you. I mean, I could talk more about the Kanye thing, but I don't know. Maybe you've got something to say. I'll take your phone calls up next. 833-468-8669 833-GOT-TONY This is Tony Katz today. So Joe Biden, he is still talking. Remember, he's supposed to be talking about the economy as, he, as he's at this Volvo Group powertrain plant in Hagerstown, Maryland. And what's he doing now? He's attacking Republicans. Why not? Everything is an excuse, a reason to attack Republicans. They don't want, they're talking about our economy, but, but what's their plan? They don't want to talk about their plan.
2: Out-of-pocket costs for people on Medicare. No matter what their drug, some, as you know, some who have cancer, their drug costs are $14,000, $15,000 a year, literally, for the drugs they need. Well, prescription drugs for seniors cannot exceed $2,000 a year, even if it's $10,000, dollars $30,000 that they owe. It can't exceed $2,000 a year. It's going to cap the cost of insulin for seniors on Medicare to $35 a month instead of 30 times that. How many of you know somebody who has type 2 diabetes and needs that insulin? Well, guess what? It costs a whole hell of a lot. A lot of money. It costs a lot of money for children. I was in Virginia not long ago.
0: Yeah, I don't need to hear you in Virginia. Don't need to hear it. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Let me go to the phones. The phone number, by the way. 833-GOT-TONY. eight three three four six eight eight six six nine. Matt, welcome to the show. What's going on, Matt?
1: Hey, Tony, as you were asking the question, you know, why not Hunter Biden and and why wouldn't that whole issue come to a court or, or be a felony? I started to raise my hand like Horshack used to do and go, ooh, ooh, ooh,
0: ooh. Mr. Cotta.
1: Mr. Cotta. Yeah, I, I was reminded of not that long ago with the hot mic incident where the whole mindset of Joe Biden is, is that. Uh, nobody Fs with a Biden. And uh, I, that's, that's the first thing that came to my mind, is when you ask why, that's the whole mentality.
0: So you think that Hunter Biden, no charges will ever come, even though uh, we're getting reports that the feds have everything to make charges, because uh, as Joe Biden said when he was in Florida, nobody Fs with a Biden. Um... Hmm. Huh. You gave me an excuse to do a little Welcome well, Back, Cotter. I will tell you this, man, That there is no doubt that in his head, Joe Biden thinks himself a thug. Right? Like, I'm, I'm playing Welcome Back, Cotter. Uh, but the truth is, I should be playing this. Because this is what Biden feels in his head. It's what he hears every time he puts on his suit. He thinks he's a tough guy. He thinks everybody is corn pop. You go back to the the audio uh, of him uh, sitting there saying, "I, I told him uh, they 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 uh, get get rid of that prosecutor. They're not getting getting a billion dollars. Oh, my plane's leaving six hours. You get rid of the prosecutor. You're not getting the billion dollars. Well, son of a bitch." That's Joe Biden saying, it. "Son of a bitch." prosecutor was fired he loves that stuff he loves the tough guy stuff adores it remember he's a bully he's a bully punk that's all he is it's all he's ever been that's the entirety of of his history man i appreciate the phone call nobody blanks with a biden that's that that's what he that's what he said he said that to, to the mayor there when he was in florida but if you have the feds who have uh, maybe have the dirt on Biden uh, regarding uh, some level of tax fraud, tax evasion, uh, uh, some some tax issue, or if you uh, have him, uh, Hunter Biden, for uh, falsifying a federal form, a forty four seventy three, to purchase a firearm, well, and I, I, by the way, I think it's the gun one that's a little more difficult for him. Because you can point to uh, this rapper, Kodak Black, who uh, he falsified a form. That's how I know the story. He falsified a form, went to jail. Now, if that's not the case, it could change things. But you're going to tell me a black man goes to jail for falsifying a form, but a white man doesn't? In today's America? In the Democratic Party? Sure. Can't wait to see that. Cannot wait to see that. Let's see what else Joe Biden's screaming about. Because he's usually screaming about something.
2: A million Americans, the Affordable Care Act, gone. And of course, it's not just the Inflation Reduction Act they want to get rid of, they still want to get rid of the Affordable Care Act. That means an end of protection for millions of people with pre-existing conditions rely on the Affordable Care Act. Gone. And when it comes to taxes, Republicans get their way, they're going to get rid of the corporate minimum tax. I'm not talking about getting rid of your taxes. The corporate minimum tax. The biggest corporations can go back to paying zero on federal income tax. These are facts. Check them out.
0: Let's check out the facts. The corporate minimum tax means it's just going to get passed down to us. Every rational person knows this. You think the corporation is just going to absorb it all? They're absorbing everything having to do uh, with inflation, and now they're simply going to absorb uh, uh, this this corporate minimum tax as well? Sure. Whatever, Whatever you say... Joe, you, you, you're you, an economic genius, I, I tell you. Meanwhile, while he's uh, showing you how smart he is, he's got his deputy treasury secretary out there yelling at gas companies and gas stations.
2: Bottom line, can you do anything to bring down gas prices between now and the election a month from now?
1: So, Andrea, we think the gas prices should continue coming down because we've seen historic spreads between the cor- the cost of crude oil and the cost that's being paid at the pump so we're calling on
0: those who own those gas stations to bring down the price but in addition to that um, you've already seen that over the course of this last month we've seen a release of the spr that has helped to keep prices um, lower than they were at their highs this summer and we're committed to taking every other action that we can to try and bring down prices over the course of the next few days, the next few months, and over the course of the next years because we know how important this is to the American people. This is one of those times where we should play the game if a Republican said it. Do I, do I have theme music for that? Do I have theme music for uh, if a Republican said se- think I think I do. I think I do. That's my theme music. This is my official game show music. What if a Republican said gas stations should lower their prices for the American people? Just lower the price, because that's, of course, how it works. You should just lower your prices. They would be called a dictator. They'd be called an authoritarian. They'd be called a totalitarian. They'd be called a thug. uh, They'd be called a a, a strongman. All of it. The Biden administration does this with glee. And, uh, and it's like, good for them. They're fighting for the American people. All I know is I, just a few years ago, experienced the conversation of populism and how dangerous populism is. And here is the deputy treasury secretary echoing the statements of the commander in chief saying, gas companies, you lower your prices. Are we going to assume that that isn't populism? It would seem to me that that is populism, and I was told that that was bad. Uh, what's bad is this number. This is being reported by MRC TV that um, Komodo Health uh, took a look at a Reuters report. From, Reuters report from. Uh, October 6th Reuters citing the National Institutes of Health and um, this 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 graphic that's out there says that 2021 there were 42,167 diagnoses of gender dysphoria that's 2021 42,167 In 2020, there were approximately 24,000. So you're saying the number of gender dysphoric youth, kids 6 to 17, doubled in a year? No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Societal pressure, media, bullying, abuse of children, that has doubled the number. Of gender dysphoric children. It's the new bulimia kids. That's what it is. According to the numbers. Over 17,000 children. Have started on puberty blockers. Or hormones. In the last five years. Over 5,000 of them in 2021. This is. Out of control. This is. Abusive. In 2017, it was 15,000 diagnoses, 18,000 in 2018, 21,000 in 2019, 24,000 in 2020, and 42,000 in 2021. Kids looking for an answer. Kids looking to be uh, important. Kids buying into pressure, kids being confused, kids being lied to, kids being abused, and then having adults want to engage surgeries upon them, force medicines upon them, and then you have people like Rachel Levine, doctor, assistant secretary for the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, who is a man who goes by Rachel, live your life, who says that gender-affirming care for transgender youth is essential and can be life-changing. The term gender-affirming care is as Orwellian as anything out there. What they are talking about is abuse. Gender-affirming care is abuse. There are state lawmakers who are saying there will be repercussions if you're performing child sex changes the american medical association the american academy of pediatrics they don't want you to be able to question as the story goes the ama is asking big tech and the department of justice to censor and deplatform and investigate and prosecute journalists who question these types of surgeries for minors because criticism is disinformation. Quote... These coordinated attacks threaten federally protected rights to health care for patients and their families. The attacks are rooted in an intentional campaign of disinformation, where a few high-profile users on social media share false and misleading information targeting individual physicians and hospitals, resulting in a rapid escalation of threats, harassment, and disruption of care across multiple jurisdictions. Our organizations have called on technology companies to do more to prevent this practice on digital platforms, and we now urge your office to take swift action. This was written to the Attorney General. Swift action to investigate and prosecute all organizations, individuals, and entities responsible. If you are allowing a nine-year-old to have a gender reassignment surgery, you're abusing a nine-year-old. And just like we would with somebody hitting a nine-year-old, we as a society should do something about it. You think I'm going to let the American Medical Association tell me I can't say that? Of course I'm going to say that. State lawmakers are saying, whoa, 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 whoa. You think you can criminalize us noting you're abusing kids? We're going to fight back. We're going to fight back, and we're going to get into this. And we're going to start creating legislation. And I would suggest that all states do the same. This radicalness on gender-affirming care. First of all, remember, let's say it again. Gender-affirming care is the shield people use who want to abuse children. I said it. I meant it. I will debate it. I am not shy. It is okay to love your child and say no. Very often it is necessary. Very often that is the hallmark of parenting. That's what it is. Loving your child and saying no. No, at 12 years old, you cannot have your breasts removed. Or what may become your breasts. That's not what we're going to do. Love does not mean giving in. Love does not mean mutilation. Love does not mean uh, allowing your children to utilize medicines that will transform them and damage them. And more and more we hear the stories of kids who are like, why didn't anybody stop me? Why didn't anybody care enough to help me? My life is ruined. I know it's hard to fight the radicals. Especially when they say things like gender affirming care. Let me say to Dr. Rachel Levine, you're wrong and you like abusing children. Shame on you. You shouldn't be allowed to be a doctor. They should take your license. I believe this of any hospital that will engage these kinds of surgeries on 12-year-olds. Now, you'll notice I didn't say all surgeries because there may be a reason, a medical reason for some of these surgeries. The kid thinks they're a different gender is not a medical reason. It's abusive. And the numbers that you're seeing in that explosion of growth going from 24,000 in 2020 to 42,000 in 2021. And let's remember it went from 15,000 to 24,000 in three years. It was still going up every year. And now 42,000, that is peer pressure. That is about seeking attention. When I said it's the new bulimia, I wasn't trying to be funny. You have to love your children enough to say no. You have to love your children enough to tell them that they're going to be okay. But they're not old enough to make this decision. You can't allow adults for their ideological wants to abuse kids. Never be afraid to stand up for it, even if it means losing your job. Because honestly, there are some things that are much more important. And I note, I note that to myself every day when I have this conversation. And I keep having the conversation. I'm Tony Katz.
1: If I lay here, if I just lay here,
0: By the way, that Biden speech, you- I clearly missed the best part. Oh, I missed the best part. Here you go. I, I try not to let you down, guys.
2: Please have a seat. Thank you very much. Let me start off with two words. Made in America.
0: Come on, everybody. It was only a matter of time. Are you kidding? Let me start off with two
2: words. Made in America. Made in America. That's not hyperbole. I'm not
0: joking about that. You know. No one thinks you're joking about it, Joe? We'll just play this out there, Ryan. We're good. <laughs> Keep it here at the Tony Cats today. <laughs>